Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, I'm Dave AC, and this is the Big and Fruity Wine Podcast, episode 137. Here we go. Oh, we will in a minute. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Big and Fruity, a podcast for people who like a glass of wine. Sit back, relax, pour a glass of your favorite wine. And join our host, Mr. Dave A.C., for the next hour, while we enjoy some nice wine. And here he is now, a man who likes a good glass of red wine, Mr. Dave A.C. Excuse me, and the reason we had silence there, and you heard it again, I apologise for that, um, just caught my breath just at the very moment, just at the inopportune moment of starting the episode, the Big and Fruity Wine Podcast. Yes, welcome, this is done live, as you can tell by that, and we do it live on Torchu, and the call ID is double one double two seven two. This is a weekly podcast done every Tuesday, and the time it goes out is 5pm Eastern time uh but for me here in the uk that means it's just gone 10 p.m and you're most welcome to come along and join me on the talk to you service either just joining in in text chat or coming in on audio using some sort of voice over internet protocol or if you wish you can use the number but remember it is a pittsburgh number in the united states there's no charge via talk to you for this but of course you will have to check your dialing plan and very briefly that number is 724-444-7444 and uh, with that without any further ado let's talk about today's call which with just me in the room at the moment will run for about 35 or 40 minutes and uh, the topic for today or the title the strap line for today is I drink dry red but talk sweet white. Yes, um, the topic uh, is coming. And excuse me one moment. <coughs> and I didn't mute fast enough. I apologise for uh, that. Um, it always seems that I've been here on the uh, call for about five minutes, getting all prepped up, done a good hour, two hours of actual prep on the wine information itself and bits and pieces during the week but was just setting up all my audio settings and uh, just got that little dry tickle in my throat you know what that means don't you it means i'm itching to get to the wine yes every time i do this call i do have a wine to hand and the clues in the title it is a red wine big and fruity is nearly 
always me drinking red wine, but hopefully more talking than drinking. And um, let's go with the wine. The wine for today is a French wine, and it's uh, supplied to me. Well, I shouldn't say supplied to me because I've paid for it. I've bought it from uh, Naked Wines. It's one of the Benjamin Darnelt uh, wines, and it's called Benjamin Darnelt Cote de Rhone. 2012, 13.5%. Uh, just been reduced, I think, on the Naked Wine site to 7.99. It's nominally an £11 wine. Screw cap, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about it more when we've had a little smell and a little taste. And uh, here goes. Beautiful, dark, burgundy-looking wine. And we've got uh, a lovely... Um, Mixture of spices, maybe nutmeg, uh, earthiness, and, and and the promise of dark fruit on the nose. This is a rather uh, big-bodied wine, and it's a blend of Grenache and Syrah. So let's let's have a taste. Hmm. And as my title said, it certainly is a dryish red, but it's got a lovely mouthfeel. It's got a lovely, chewy, uh, meaty um, consistency in the mouth. And um, as I've seen some of the uh, the reviews on the Naked Wine site, wow, yes, I do indeed, as one reviewer put need to tuck into a steak with this it that is very good we've got a longish dry finish not a lot of oak but we have got this sort of spices this earthiness this um dryness this uh tendency for your mouth to water although i'm sure i will enjoy drinking this on its own <clears throat> i do feel as though i should be eating it drinking it with a hearty meal so that's um, Cote de Rome by Benjamin Darnell from the Naked Wine Stable 2012. And um, I'll have one more little sip and then I'll put up the twit picture. In fact, let me put up the uh, the name of the wine into the chat. Yes, while I do this, there is a text chat uh, that people can enter into uh, information. And that, oh, I've just realised... Um, because I was uh, tweeting about it earlier ago, I'd used a, um, a French accent on the Colts word, and that's not gone into the chat. It's gone in now. So that's Benjamin Darnell, Cote de Rome, 2012, France, 13.5% blend of Grenache and Syrah. Now you want to see the bottle, don't you? I know you do. Well, with my Big and Fruity Twitter account, that's Big and Fruity, all one word, I've used the TwitPick uh, feed for that. And uh, let's put that in the room. And then I will read it out. And I shall read it out. And as I do so, please remember, it's all in small case. And also, you can also grab, using Chat Grabber all the links that I put into the call during the length of the show. So here we go. It's twitpick.com forward slash E2G4QS. Remember, that's all small case and the numbers are actual numbers. So it's twitpick.com 
forward slash E2G4QS. Sounds like some government department there, doesn't it? And uh, just 20 viewings already on the uh, TwitPic page. Maybe a lot more by the time you're listening to this download uh, loaded show later. Well, I'm going to mute one more time. And I think I hopefully muted in time there. Let's go to the um, uh, Naked Wine site. And I'm going to go straight away to um, the information page on the winemaker, I think. And uh, let's just read a little bit about him. There's some information on the back label of the wine as well. But um, let's see what we can read. Hello, naked people. My name is... I'm, I'm reading this with a French accent. Not... Uh, my ma- name is Benjamin Darnold. I live in the small hamlet called uh, Kalamaki. Is that C-A-L-A-M-I-C-A-C? Um, in the Languedoc region of southern France. Um, and I have a strong belief in this little pocket of Languedoc as a real heaven producing interesting, exciting and different wines. This is one of the oldest and largest vineyards in the world where the people have been cultivating grapes for wine since Roman times. Exploring the area, you feel you've stepped back in time and that things have almost been left untouched. As a winemaker, it's an exciting environment as the old bush vines are capable of producing great and authentic old terroir wines. And this can be enjoyed at a very reasonable price. And there's an awful lot more. If you're a naked wine customer, I'm reading, of course, from the... Uh, uh, UK uh, site for this. <clears throat> it does have a range of other wines for sale. There's um, uh, Benjamin Darnell Russellon Villages and um, the one that I particularly like, even more so than this, although I'm giving this pretty high rating, is um, Benjamin Darnell's Minervoir 2012. That's 91% by all the angels who've rated it. Let's go to the actual um, wine page itself. It does annoy me when I have to just pause for a moment, but um, let me put the link into this particular page. I think you can still view it if you are not a Naked Wines member. But this is nakedwines.com forward slash wines forward slash, and this is with uh, dashes, Benjamin dash Darnold dash Coach Derone. Uh, 2012 and um, having worked in the Rhone Valley for years Ben knows some really top-notch grape growers he's always dreamt of making a world-class Coke de Rhone but never had the money it's the blend as I say Grenache and Syrah uh, classed as a big red um, facts what else um, alcohol three and a half percent aging advice Drink now to 2015, so it's not uh, a wine to put down. Serving advice, serve at 16 to 18 degrees centigrade. Uh, open our decant 30 minutes before serving. Well, this has been opened about 40 minutes before we started. Local food match, um, rare steak with ratatouille. Mm. And uh, we seem to have uh, what looks like the symbols for vegetarian and vegan. So it's suitable for vegetarian and vegan people and if you go to the site there again you can also uh, find a little uh, marker for the long dock uh, 
um, region where, well, sorry, no, it's showing the um, the region where the the wine comes from. Okay, let's uh, go to um, a little bit more. Uh, should I talk a little bit more about this wine? I, I do. I do find that uh, I do get carried away talking about the wine I've got. So I'm just going to have another sip while I ponder that little thought. Oh, very, very nice indeed. No, I think what I will do is, um, as I enjoy this wine, I'm going to talk about, um, as I say, the title is, I drink red wine, but talk sweet white. So I should be talking sweet white. Well, I was watching another episode of the, um, <coughs> excuse me again, the Escape to the Continent, the UK uh, program where people want to locate, relocate to various countries. And on episode 11, which was uh, last week here in the UK, uh, they were in France. And um, during the course of the program, um, they visited a vineyard. So um, I want to just play two little short clips from that and then talk a little bit about the sweet white variety that they're talking about on this call. So let's play the first of a short clip from Escape to the Continent, and this was episode 11. France is one of the biggest wine producers in the world, and whilst Bordeaux has remained the winemaking hub of the southwest, the lesser-known Dordogne vineyards, particularly those dotted around Bergerac, have enjoyed a renaissance in recent years. There are over a thousand producers in the area, and amongst the most famous is the Montbaziac appellation. It's highly regarded for its full-flavoured sweet wine, from a mixture of the Semillon, Sauvignon and Muscadel grapes. Set within the heart of its expansive vineyard is a striking 16th-century chateau, where I've come to meet our guide, Laurence Réa to hear what makes this tipple so unique. This is a Dordogne sweet wine. Why is it different? We have uh, a climate with misty mornings and sunny afternoons. And this climate gives a fungus, and this fungus gives a sweet wine. And can we see some of the grapes? Are these the ones here? Yes. Oh my gosh, they really are rotten. Because the fungus grow on the skin, like that. Right. That's typical. If you take this, you see, you haven't lots of water in the grape, no. but the, the juice is very concentrated in sugar and aroma. Would you eat that? Yes. So, uh, like one of these? Yes. Oh, they're so moldy. It's the same fungus you have in the blue cheese, Roquefort. Oh, that's good. I love blue cheese. You, you like Roquefort? Mm. Yes, you like that. I'm not sure. Like is taking it maybe a little too far. And uh, we'll play another clip in a little while. So um, let's uh, let's go through those uh, name checks there. So um, uh, first thing I'm going to put up is the um, link for um, uh, the Dordogne region. So this is um, everythingdordogne.net forward slash wine HTML. And, um, and it uh, tells you a little bit about the wines of Dordogne and the Bordeaux wine regions. And um, if we go uh, down... Uh, well, there's actually an awful lot of information there. I'm not too sure I can read too much of that. Um, let's go to the little bit about the sweet whites. 
In several locations in Appalachians throughout the region, sweet white wine is made from Similion Sauvignon Blanc and Muscadel grapes, uh, affected by noble rot. Uh, the best known of these appellations of Sauternes, which also has a, an official classification where some of the world's most famous sweet wines are produced. There are also appellations in the neighbouring areas um, where similar wines are made. Uh, so th there's an awful lot for you to read there on www.everythingdordoin.net. Now, also as mentioned there was the, the Bergerac region, so... Let me go to the wiki page and put the link in for that and just read a little bit about that. So, <clears throat> Bergerac wine. The Bergerac wine growing region is a subregion of southwest France, located in the town of Bergerac in the Dordogne department and comprises 93 communities. And again, I'm going to paraphrase this. I certainly don't want to read it all. Uh, it has a little bit about the the soil composition in geology and uh, lots of important information. Uh, grape varieties. Red grapes are a blend of Cabernet Sauvignon, Cabernet Flanc and Merlot. Um, sometimes supplemented by cot, are less more commonly by fur. Um, they're often dark in colour with full body flavours. But the white wines, and we're talking about the white now, are mainly a blend of Similiano Sauvignon Blanc Break, Sauvignon Gris and Muscadet. Um, and uh, sometimes Chenin Blanc are also added. Uh, these combinations lead to the creation of a, uh, either a fruity dry white wine that can be powerful or a medium sweet or very sweet wines that are aromatic and powerful. <clears throat> and we also heard the mention of the uh, Mombasiak appellation. So I think what I'll do before I uh, go to that link, let me just play the second of our two clips. When is the time when it's best to harvest it? So between October and November, but we don't pick all the, all the bunch. We pick part of part of the bunches. Having eaten the rotten bit and then yes. taste the sweet it's bit. It's better to, to drink a glass of Montbazillac. <laughs> Legend has it that in the Middle Ages, the local Saint-Martin monks discovered that fungus could enhance the sweetness of the wine. So they neglected their vines and let what has come to be called the noble rot affect the plants. This fungus combined with the soil blend of limestone and clay gives the wine its distinctive flavour. And now that I'm familiar with the ingredients, I think it would be wrong not to sample this delicacy. How would you serve it? You would just serve it just as a glass? Or? Uh, yes, we serve a glass and after the aperitif we continue to drink Montbazillac with foie gras. Ah, uh, of course. <laughs> yes, so everything good. with foie gras and Montbazillac together. Let us try a little bit. Yes, I think it's the best yeah. if you want to know the sweet wine. So, the colour is very gold, and we often say that this wine is the gold of Perigord. And the smell is very good. Yes. So, when you smell, you have fruits, flowers, and after oak. And I'll stop it there. I think that's uh, uh, quite long enough. So uh, I put the link into the page for the Wikipedia. This is um, wikipedia.org forward slash wiki forward slash uh underscore uh, AOC. 
So it's a sweet white wine produced for the village of Mombaziak on the left bank of the Dordogne River, uh, just across from the town of Bergerac in the southwest of France. This appellation covers almost 2,000 hectares of vineyards. That's almost 5,000 acres. So let me just read a little bit and then you can go and check out more from the page. The Mombaziak wines are broadly similar to Sauternes, but with the difference is that the Mombaziak often has a significantly higher proportion of uh, Muscatel in the blend, which can lead to a slightly different aromas. While Mombaziak in former times would be uh, a simpler uh, semi-wheat wine, the style is more in, rec in more recent uh, so I get that right. The style in more recent years has been made that of the fully botricized wine since 1993. No mechanical harvest is allowed and the harvesting is that several tries is required. So that's <clears throat> information about the Mombasiak ILC. Um, uh, the wine is only made from gra grapes grown in Mombasiak that are affected by the noble rot uh, and can be sold under the Mombasiak designation. Uh, dry white wines from the same area are called, uh, sold as Bergerac Sec. Uh, the grape varieties include Similion, Sauvignon Blanc and uh, Muscatel. Um, uh, the and the permitted yield base is 40 hectolitres per hectare, although actual yields are lower for many producers. Because, of course, the longer they leave it on there, it actually concentrates, said there's less water, uh, but they're, they're growing it for this distinctive and um, this noble rock to enhance the actual flavour. And these are the sort of wines that you can also usually buy in the, the half-bottle variety Um so, uh, class disposers are dessert wine, really. So, I'm just looking at the time, and I am struggling a little bit. You, um, I have already, uh, unfortunately, um, <coughs> caught people's ears with my little irritated uh, dry voice. But um, let me just go on to one more link here on uh, uh, Wikipedia about the noble rot. So, let me just read. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, wikipedia.org forward slash wiki forward slash noble underscore rot and it goes into the um, the origins of that although it was mentioned there that um, it was the the monks that uh, decided to leave those um, let me read what it says here though in a particular year so the legend goes uh, the Abbey messenger was robbed en route to delivering the order to harvest, and the cutting was delayed for three weeks. Time for the noble rot to take hold. The grapes were presumed worthless and given to local peasants, who then produced a surprisingly good sweet wine, which was subsequently became known as Spatalese, I think that is, or late harvest wine. In the following years, several different classes of increasingly must-weight were introduced, uh, and the original Sabatis was further elaborated into Austerlis, I think, in 1787. So, um, uh, it's internationally round, and I must admit, they do look disgusting, the grapes, 
as they are on the vine. Now, um, I was going to move on and talk a little bit. Oh, I will. I will do one, uh, one more, and then I may cut a little bit short because it's no fun if I'm just trying to stop myself from uh, annoying you with my little um, uh, tickle in my throat. So what I'm going to do is, um, I was going to talk a little bit about um, on premiere and the 2014 harvest from France and uh, the. Uh, the issues that's going on about whether it's a little bit overpriced and whether there may be some uh, um, unadvertised uh, horse trading going on because usually the on-premier wines uh, are at a premium and it's very unlikely that um, the people that take the wine uh, are usually encouraged to take it at the set price are encouraged to take it at perhaps a slightly uh, beneficial price but um, I think we'll talk about that next week if you don't mind folks and we'll cut a little bit short we'll just talk about um, this and this is um, wine sweetness spectrum and um, let me just refresh the page and uh, this is from actually from uh, Yahoo Answers but um, it's quite succinct and I think we can just mention it. So let me, it's a long uh, URL. So if you go to Yahoo Answers and put white wine sweetness spectrum, you can find uh, the information there. And um, the best answer by Dr. K, and this was answered six years ago, but it's still relevant. Um, and it talks about, let me see if I can uh, paraphrase this somewhat. Hmm. I think that's going to be difficult for me to paraphrase. Um, okay. No, no, it's a little bit too long-winded for me. Um, uh, I suppose the most famous one there, uh, the ultimate dessert wine, is Quem. That's spelled Q uh, Y Q U E M. The sweet French white wine classified as the ultimate dessert, uh, dessert wine. And of course, this is the Sauternes, the semi sweet golden coloured table of dessert wine from around Bordeaux in France. Uh, and a similar wine is from uh, California. And um, it goes on to mention a couple of the amount of sweetness within wine is based upon the amount of sugar present in the grapes prior to harvest. No surprise. The sugar content is known as the bricks level. The higher the bricks level, the sweeter the wine is and the higher the alcoholic content is. Um, approximately 55% of all the sugar is converted to alcohol in the fermentation process. Um, And um, I think I'm going to uh, cut and run, folks. I think I'm going to be... Oh, just mention that um, Gewürztraminer. Um, that can be dry, but it, can, it, it more often known as being a German wine with a sweet and crisp taste. Although I think more recently uh, that has gone a little bit drier. And Moscato is a delicious sweet wine served cold. Moscato can be served alone or with desserts. 
And again, uh, Rieslings, although they can be dry, you can have what's called late harvest Rieslings, which are sweet, delicious, and sometimes described as nectar of the gods. And of course, is the sauternes typically very sweet and syrupy in texture. So what I'm going to do, um, I'm going to cut short at the uh, just before the 30-minute mark. I shall be back for episode uh, 138, hopefully without this little awful tickle in my throat. And uh, we shall give you the full measure. Yes, we won't shortchange you. We won't give you a small glass of wine. We'll give you an extra large portion. It won't be a 125 milliliter glass as we're having today. It won't be the standard 175 milliliter glass. We'll go for a 250 milliliter glass of wine next week. One third of a bottle. And some doctors would say about a person's daily alcoholic allowance so um sorry for that uh, little bit of uh, stilted performance today but i've been trying to stop myself from just uh, um catching my throat as i'm talking as it says um, no one else here in the room to sort of share the conversation uh, i think it's better to sort of withdraw and i shall go and um, medicate myself with my uh, Naked Wines, Benjamin and Darnold, Cote de Rhone, which um, I'm desperate to actually have another sip of at this very moment. So thank you ever so much for listening. This is Dave AC, call ID double one double two seven two, saying uh, we will be back on, I think, the 6th of May, Tuesday the 6th of May at 5 p.m. Eastern. That's 10 p.m. here in the UK. Topic as yet undecided. But we will talk a little bit about that on premiere. Bye for now. Where's that outro, David? Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.